<laughs> Love the synchronization there. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, the countdown just uh, ended the world. It's been an explosion. But ladies and gentlemen, welcome, 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 wherever you are in the world, the universe, the metaverse, the rainbow, wherever you are. Welcome to the latest edition of an Espresso Shot of Confidence. The podcast that explores all aspects of confidence, challenges taboos and unhelpful narratives, and empowers you to be awesome, loudly and proudly. It's time for you to grab a drink and settle in for the next however long this episode is. I'm your host, the master of awesomeness, Ashley Griffiths, and today we'll be talking about the wonderful world of running a business and networking. So we live in a world where it is possible to do business with anyone and anywhere from the comfort of your own home. This creates many unique opportunities for business owners. For these to become reality, they need to get out there and let the world know that they're here and available and ready to do business. One way they can do that is networking. And that presents people with an awesome opportunity to meet other business owners, other people on a local and national and even a global level. We also live in a world that is changing right now. Lots and lots of changes with cultures all over the world, challenging traditional roles of genders, religions, and ways of doing business. And who better to talk about this than Farah Hussein, the founder of Farah Networking and professional networker. Farah had a vision to make networking more human and create a safe space for business owners to get to know each other in a person-first way. Hey, Farah, how are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I'm awesome. I'm taking your word away from you. I feel phenomenal. Thank you very much, Mr. Awesome, for having me. Thank you. Love it, love it, love it. So just for our audience out there, could you just tell them a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do? Of course, you give a great intro. Yes, I'm the founder of um, Farah Networking. I make networking simple, efficient and affordable because I strongly believe that networking is such a powerful tool. It should be accessible to everyone. And I'd like to add this in, and I know people laugh at it when I see it, but what's happening at the moment, people are flirting with networking. And I just show you how to keep a, a, a build a long-term relationship. I like the whole flirting with networking. What do you mean by that? <laughs> Is it because people don't understand the essence and the power of networking? Um, when I first started networking, neither did I. Not until you actually go out there. Nobody teaches you. It's A lot of stuff sure. is common sense, but not common practice. I hear you with that. I think years ago i mean before i met people like yourself i absolutely hated the idea of networking i went to those traditional events where you all stood in a room and it's just a pitch fest you're exchanging business cards everybody's like can you do something for me no bye bye it was all very mechanical i went to events where it was like you need to have you need to bring in continual referrals to the networks and it created a lot of pressure and the negativity and i just point blank refused to go to networking in the end and then it wasn't until hiker that we both know she was like ashley yeah. you need to go networking that i dove in a little bit 
I think there's loads of people that still probably feel that way because they might have had negative experiences yeah. with networking or they're not truly, they don't truly understand what networking is. So what would you say uh, some of the benefits of networking and what advice would you give to people that may be dragging their heels a little bit with this right now? I just want people to understand that networking is all about having a conversation. Just because you put the word networking into the scene, it doesn't mean it changes everything for everyone because it's a mindset thing. So when you take away the word networking and having conversations, it changes the whole scenario. So I just want people to understand that I'm just going to make some connections, have a good conversation and see what happens. I love that. I was talking just the other week even about sales as well. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of business owners that don't like that. The gentleman I was speaking with, Mark Bang, who you know, was saying, it's a conversation. Awesome. It's about being human. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's super important. So for anybody who's maybe not been to one of your events, what does it typically look like? Just to give people okay. a flavor of what a networking event would be like if they joined Absolutely. our networking. Let me make it one thing clear. Farah networking isn't for everyone, right? And I don't mean this in an arrogant way. Farah networking is for those people who want to come along and have conversations, help and support one another. That's what networking should be about. If you say to me that I want to have this many connections, this many sales, I want it like this, it doesn't work like that because there's quite a lot of networking events out there. Every networking event has its own tribe and you have typical mindsets. But uh, for me, it's all about human connections and having conversations. And as you know, Ash, we have table hosts and you're one of my table hosts. Yes. Your job is really to make sure that everybody has their say, everybody gets a chance to speak because I love putting in thought-provoking questions. Love it. And it opens up conversations and it takes the pressure off people. It's so important to take the pressure off yourself and you sit and listen and you build up the confidence to obviously answer the questions as well. And then it's just 15 minutes, 15 minutes again for another table, different question. And then you're matched up on a one-to-one -one basis. Very simple. Love it. That simplicity is something that I think people within the community love. And as as your questions as well, they, have, they always get a reaction. Let me quickly tell you this morning, the guys were like, oh, my God, it's two deep questions, Farah. What you like is Monday morning. I'm like, wakey, wakey. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. When I'm running tables, we always have a giggle. It's like, okay, if you haven't had your coffee, well, this question's going to do the job. This is going to get the cogs going. Sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And as somebody who was very much anti-networking because of my previous experience coming into these events and just actually talking to people because, you know, me, I'm quite a talkative guy. This is my wheelhouse. It's like we're just talking and, yes. and it just makes it a lot more human. Yeah, so exactly. What, so, I mean, what inspired you ultimately to, to set up the network? A lot of people told me I should have my own networking event and I didn't think anything of it. So, as I said, when I started networking, um, I networked until I was blue in the face and someone said to me, you go to an opening of an envelope. And I don't even still know if that's a sarcasm or that's a compliment. I still don't know until today. 
right? And I'm, I know, I'm just taking it as a compliment, <laughs> whatever. But the reason why networking at that time didn't really work for me because I wasn't with the right type of people. Mm. It wasn't the right tribe for me. And I've done quite a lot of networking. I don't want to dish any networking. Um, every networking is different. Yeah. And you've got to take the good things out of it. And a lot of people don't like um, pitching. Yes. My heart goes out to them. Yes, I perfect my pitch and a lot of people know how to pitch. But I believe one thing, if you don't do things that come from the heart and you don't pitch, your passion doesn't show. There's no point in having a script and pitching. So I really wanted to create a networking event, which we would take all the faff away. Yeah. Right? Take the nonsense out of networking. Just because you've got a networking event doesn't mean that you have to do things in a traditional way. And you can create something different. And you can have the same essence, but do things in a different way. And I just wanted to be different. I like being different. I always like, someone tells me to do something, I always go the opposite way. Because <laughs> yeah. I always like doing things differently. I'm exactly the same person. I, I was joking with a, a friend of mine the other day. I was just talking about how contrary I've been throughout my life. Somebody says, you can't do it. That's it. I'm going to go and do it. <laughs> just always lights a fire. So I think it's awesome. And the network over time has, has grown and it's obviously gone global right yeah. now. Where are some of the members from? They're literally all over. From, like, yeah, from New York, South Africa. We even had people from Australia, Belgium as well. And we had somebody from Spain. So it's, it's all, all over. Yeah. That's the joy, isn't it? Because yeah. you're just a purely an online platform, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I yes. think... That just opens a lot of doors, doesn't it? You can literally do business and meet people from all over the world now. It's a gift, really. It's a gift. Well, if you actually think about it, COVID, COVID has presented us with many opportunities and COVID has come with many negatives as well. But you, in any situation, I always like to weigh out the positives and the negatives. So if something's weighs more balances more on the positive side i'll do that if it's balances the negative side i just won't do it so yes covid has and it's taught us i mean i used to always say it's a small world but we didn't really understand that phrase it's a small world <laughs> technically it is now because yeah. with a click of a few buttons you can zoom anywhere yeah that's just the magic of it isn't it i for somebody like myself, who's a traveler by heart, who's, who's spent a lot of time traveling and living abroad, it, obviously during COVID, that wasn't an option. So yeah. to be able to talk to people from literally the other side of the world, and I said, please, can you take your camera and put it out the window so I can see somewhere <laughs> other than these four rooms? People get a right kick. They were like, are you being serious? So honestly, I really am. <laughs> One of my little, little quirks. Um, but just anybody that I think has ever spent a minute with you will, will know that you have just infectious energy, that you're driven, that you're, you push conversations in all sorts of directions. And you've taken that energy online and you've created fire networking. And I know you're a member of other communities and things, and you push that forward with your energy. Yet, not long ago, you didn't like having your photo taken. You thought you were going to have a life in the shadows. That must have been a huge, 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 huge shift in mindset. So what facilitated that, this transformation into the force of nature that you are right now today? 
Well, actually, I'm going to give credit to Thea and I'm going to give credit to Greg because they are the both. Both of them said to me, Father, you need to get your picture out there. Uh, you need to put a profile picture on LinkedIn. Thea honestly kicked my backside and made sure I did it. And I understand why she was doing it. And then I discovered the wonderful world of video. Yes. And it was just a click. It was just a click, right? So the vid let's just say you put the camera in front of you. Right now we this is before COVID, right? Yep. So now we we do it, we're in, in front of the camera all the time when we're zooming. We're technically talking. We can see ourselves and we can talk to ourselves. But when I did the camera thing and I realized one thing, and it's just, it was an aha moment for me. Okay. So when you're not ready and somebody puts a camera in front of you and all of a sudden you're going to panic and think, oh my God, what am I going to see? Yep. What are people going to think? But see, when you've got a script and you're prepared, you know what you're going to see, then it's not so daunting. Yep. Right. And I think that was, it sounds so trivial, but it was a shift. It was just that mindset shift. And then, oh my God, I can do video now. And that's just built my confidence. And it is consistency. Yeah, sure. Continually doing it on and on. And that's what, what happened. And from the profile picture, right, to coming on to videos and then going on to TikTok, right? Can you see the difference and the doors of opportunities that opened just with that small mindset shift? I totally said, we'll, we'll come to TikTok in a minute. If you've got that stimulus, that initial push or jolt or ping, whatever it is yeah. you want to call it, and then it's taking those repeated actions, isn't it? There's certainly with the people I work with, they're like, I see all these professional people on video. I, I can never be like that. And it's like, right now, you're not in that space, but let's get you where you are now and then build yeah. from there. Yeah. And like you said, and I love that, that, that just facilitates and it starts growing confidence because you're like, wow, this opens doors. Yeah. This thing that used to freak me out is now, where can I actually take this? And one of those places that you took it was TikTok. And yeah. we, we have, and I have no idea why I didn't mention this in the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a TikTok sensation here on the show today. <laughs> I mean, where are you at with that now? You've got a massive following right on TikTok. Got a massive following for different social media platforms on LinkedIn, yeah. TikTok to Instagram, over 130K um, followers. But the, it's not about the followers. Mm -hmm. But do it for the right reasons and you're wanting to put out a message and you want to inspire and help other people then everything just falls into place so i always say people are always like oh i've only got 10 followers but if you if you had those 10 followers in your house or you had 100 people in your house you would think it's massive yeah huge it's huge yeah, yeah. and we shouldn't get caught up with the with the followings it's all about what are you putting out there because just let me just put this out there. There are a lot of followers, influencers out there that not doing things for the right reasons. Let's yeah. just put it that way. So not naming anyone, but they take you through a different path. Yep. And then if you start watching them, you get low in confidence and you want their type of life. That is their journey. That is their life. But if you got a platform and you've got this huge following you've got a responsibility for these people 
And you've got to make sure that everything that you do is do it for the right reasons, with the right intentions. Not because you are controversial and you're doing, putting up posts because you want these followers. Remember, it's yeah. not about that. Yeah, it's about doing the right thing. It doesn't matter where you are, who's watching you, always do the right thing. I love that. That's the thing, isn't it? I'm sure you've had lots of conversations with people. I know I have that, oh, the algorithm hates me. Nobody lots my, nobody looks at my content. What A is, what is your intention here? What are you trying to achieve? Are you yeah. trying to feed the algorithm? Are you trying to do this for your ego? Or are you actually trying to make an impact and support people within your community? Now, I like to yeah. think a lot of the majority are going to go with, I actually want to support. And, and do something with meaning and impact and it obviously it takes time to build up a platform it of people that get you your tribe that get any sort of value with that and i think unfortunately we live in in a society where it, there's a lot of emphasis on shortcuts yeah and there's obviously and we see it in marketing on tv every day on the news wherever it's this whole kind of cult of personality or influence the culture it's like you need to be more you need to do this if you haven't got this then you're not happy how can you be happy if you don't have this what's wrong with you and it just creates this whole huge feedback loop right yeah absolutely let me just add one thing in i'm not tech savvy right i'm not tech savvy i only use tech to what i need and i'll learn as i go along i hate algorithms right I hate all this stuff that goes on behind the scenes. But I only know one thing, as I said, the reason why I've got what I've got is by being true to myself yep. and putting out the right content for the right reasons and it's coming from the heart. So all this thing, you need to be posting this many times, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing I don't do anything. I do what I feel is good for me at the right time and that's how, it, that's how I've got to where I am. I love that. And then I think that's a really important point because I know a lot of people lose sight of that. There's a yeah. lot of shoulds and hacks and magic tricks and magic pills. And you've got to do this. If you do this, you'll get millions of followers like I have. I mean, eight, do you even want millions of followers? What is it that you want? You know, what is it you're trying to achieve? And yeah. I think and, and I, I really want to add and emphasize what, what you just said that, you know, at the moment you take away the shoulds, and you start thinking about what is it that works for me? What What is it I really want to achieve here? How is it that I can create a positive impact? Then it becomes more effortless. It removes some of the stress and the strain and you start not paying attention to those vanity metrics and you start thinking, well, five people like that. So I've had a positive impact on five people exactly. that day. And what's the ripple effect there? How has that snowballed? Have they gone and gone, Oh yeah, I needed to hear that today. And then that's going to have an impact on their people. So you might not yeah. get the, you might not get that little dopamine rush or the, the gratification of, Oh, thousands of people like me, <laughs> but knowing that and knowing that this does happen, it's, this is not kind of woo woo nonsense. It does happen. I think it's it a very powerful yeah. thing. It is very powerful. As you've got to remember one thing, right? If you don't have clarity, if you don't know who Ash is, if I don't know who Farah is, and if we don't understand why what we do and we don't have clarity, then we will fall into that trap. Yeah. 
And everything starts with us within us. And if we don't make that change with our mindset, we don't change our priorities, we don't change what we want, right? Then nothing's going to happen. It's like one of those wells that you you go down deep, 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 and it's really hard to hard to get back up again, even to take take some breath. Yeah. But it's easily done, and you, you start listening to the outside noise and you put people telling you what to do. There's no one like you, Ash. Yep. There's no one like Farah. And I always say, my kids laugh at me, where's the OGs? If anybody doesn't know what OGs is, it's the originals. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though, right? It's so true. <laughs> yeah, we, we often lose sight, don't we, of about especially if we're, we're taking in all this noise and we're responding, I think it's it's quite easy sometimes to lose who we are and, and ignore what, what we bring and our strengths because, well, it's not as good as that person sort yeah. of thing. And obviously that, that, you know, diminishes your power. So I think, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. so when, And, and to, to be honest with you, right, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, I fall into that trap times to time. Mm-hmm. But I realise that I've fallen into that trap. Yeah. I'm not perfect. But then how do I get myself back out of it? I've yeah. got ways of doing things. But we're human beings at the end of the day and nobody is perfect. Sure. And nobody knows what's going on behind closed doors with anyone. So we've all we've got to understand that. So when you see things on social media and you think, well, wow, I'd love to have their life, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a snapshot, isn't it? Highlight reel. I know, obviously, a lot of people will use the the platforms to share their journeys in whatever area it is. You know, there's a, a lot of people that are talking about their journeys with mental health to try and raise awareness. There's people from neurodiverse people that are raising awareness yeah. about their life with ADHD, autism, Asperger's, which is fantastic because it's, yeah. you know, it. it it's a platform where we can educate as well because there's so many misunderstandings and, and that's, I think that is the, one of the amazing powers of social media. You've got, got a way yeah. to, to really shine a light on stuff. You've got to. And if you actually think about it, social media platforms aren't the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's the people that are the problem. It's the people that come and create all these scarcity things and fear and all that kind of stuff. It's not the social media platforms. Whereas technology is absolutely amazing if yep. it's used for the right reasons. Absolutely. So, what initially inspired you to get onto to TikTok? Because I think going back, you know, a few years ago, when I first became aware of it, I got introduced to it by a seven-year-old kid and I was she was like oh TikTok TikTok there's all this dance and stuff and I was like yeah I'll pass what? <laughs> and it's obviously morphed into something else now but you've been there on on that platform for quite a while so what what inspired you to to get onto that platform I've been watching TikTok for the last before I started but six months before when I was this is before COVID started yeah. right and this is when I built my confidence with the videos and I was thinking how can we use this platform because I've got young kids right Ash and their kids have the decision power so if they come to me and say to me look mama I watched this and I saw this I would love it and you you would you would go out and purchase it for your child if it's a good thing you would go purchase it 
right? So with that mentality, I, I thought that TikTok and that there's gen young kids on it. And what if we use TikTok for, for business purposes? So some young kids seen it and they'll say, oh, look, mom, this is going to be really good for you. What do you think? And then when your child says something like that, you automatically think, well, there must be something in it. Yeah. So that was the thought process behind that but then I started seeing these young kids dancing I'm like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm never going to compete with this but then again it's a mindset shift and I started watching it and observing seeing what was going on what type of people were doing it then it came to me I don't have to dance you know I can just do what I do and just make my own rules I mean there's yep. no right and wrong is there not Again, it's a mindset, it's a mindset shift. Like, oh my God, this is no rocket science. <laughs> and that's when I started doing it. And then when my first video went viral, it had over 180k views overnight. Wow. I was not expecting it. I'm like, oh my God, I've caught up to something here. Oh, I bet, I bet you did. How did your kids feel initially when you went on to, to TikTok? Because it was like back I think back then, you know, it was still quite kid heavy, wasn't it? There was a few early adopters on there, but it wasn't what a lot of people are doing, what you said now. But so you, I guess you were yeah. a pioneer, Farah, with that. I, I like to be ahead of everything. You know, yeah. I like, I like to understand it. I like to watch it in the background, observe what's happening, understand it. Yeah. Because when you look at companies like um, Toys R Us, if you look at Blockbusters, mm -hmm. and if you look at all those companies, and even Yell, and Yell, I used to work with Yell, and okay. Yell was one of those um, marketplaces. That, like, they were so arrogant in the nicest possible way. They thought that they are the only ones there. They've got a real good uh, market market space there and, and nobody's going to come and beat them. But it happens when online things started coming or when Google started yeah. there, people did searches in different ways. And looking at those things and looking at the path in, in business, what's happening, you've got to be one step ahead. Yep. Right, we all have to be one step ahead in what we're doing. So just because yes, everything's online, but things will change. Look at artificial intelligence is coming on. We've got different things that are, are happening. So you've got to be aware of things. Hence why having that mindset, and that's why it moved me on to TikTok. And my kids used to laugh at me when I said six months ago, I'm going on TikTok. I know we can't do this. It's the most embarrassing thing ever. But when they seen those views go up and they were like, they were shocked. We were all like, oh my God. Wow. You know, someone like me in a pair of PJs during COVID wearing a headscarf and practicing all these moves and I still didn't get it right. <laughs> still never got it right. But it was, it was just fun. I'm one of those people that love to have fun. I like to do things out of my comfort zone. I love doing that. And that's just my personality. I'm still a kid at heart. It yeah. doesn't matter how old you are. And I, and, I like, and, I, and I use that to my advantage. I think that's it's awesome. And I think as adults, a lot of us, a lot of the time, I think we lose sight of that, don't we? We lose that side of things. Yeah. We have to be the adult. We have to be serious. We're an adult now. But I think when you start approaching things with a more playful nature, and, and let and leave room for your personality to come out. That's when that's when you can really start having fun, and you'll find yourself like you're saying. You know, initially with TikTok, it was like I'm not dancing, yeah. and, and I know you dance now. It's not something you have to do. You know, my videos, I start singing sometimes. 
Yeah. You don't have to do that. It's just an expression of my personality. It's just what comes out yeah. when, because I kind of, I'm a little bit different with my approach to it. I don't usually script. I just go off the mm -hmm. cuff and I'll just start singing. I don't know why, but it's, that's just but that's you, me. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you. you know, I tried to script and it didn't work for me. I was like, yeah. hello, my name is Ashley and I am a really <laughs> cool person. And it just didn't work, you know. As I said, if, it, if it's scripted, it, you, you sound like a robot. Your personality just comes out. Your, your whole body language is different. Yeah. Um, but when you're having a conversation, things change. It's just, just a natural flow. And like you said... Let's just see where the conversation goes. We don't have a script here. I don't like scripts either. I just like to go with the flow. It's, it just comes naturally. Yeah, I love that. I think just before we move on with that, we've kind of touched upon it already, but obviously there's a lot of white noise out there. There's a lot of shoulds. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. There's an absolute stack of platforms to choose from. You've got LinkedIn, TikTok's going off, Insta is going off as well in, in terms of reels and stuff at the moment. You've got YouTube, Facebook, God knows what else that's in internet 5.0 or whatever it's called now. There's just so much. <laughs> what advice would you give to maybe anybody who's starting a business now and they're thinking, oh, I need to be on social media. I need to be on like 500 platforms. What advice would you give to them about selecting a platform and showing up authentically on that platform? Good question, Ash. Um, there's tons of platforms, different things. Everybody does things in a different way, right? You choose what's good for you. Yep. LinkedIn is a good one for business. Just start. I would say stop thinking about it. Just get on with it. Jump onto LinkedIn for business. If you've got an Instagram page and you're not being consistent on it, just Post a few things here and there, but look at those platforms that suits your personality. If you're a visual person, TikTok, yeah, yeah. videos. If you're a person that just loves to write and, and, and comment, Twitter. I don't use Twitter as much, but it's not me, it's not my platform, but use Twitter. But for business, doesn't matter if you like social media platforms or not, LinkedIn is one of those platforms that you need to use because that is what's going to help you create more visibility as well. So I believe there's no, as I said, no right and wrong. Do what suits you and do what, what you like with your personality and use that platform. But never put your eggs in one basket. Never. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed recently, there's a lot of people in LinkedIn that maybe have had their accounts restricted or yeah. things have gone off again. Sometimes I think they're changing the way that they manage it with the technology and stuff. And I think sometimes there's bugs in the system. I, I think it's kind of innocent enough, but imagine, you know, if you've built everything on that platform, you don't have any sort of database or anything else off that platform, another platform. And then you're like, you're, you're out, mate. Like what? Yeah, right, what, well, what it did happened I do? To me. Yeah, it happened to me. My TikTok account was um, shut down. Uh, because they thought I used some bad language or, or didn't follow the rules. But obviously investigated, it wasn't the case. I got it back. But if I hadn't had uh, a visibility on LinkedIn or Instagram, if I didn't have that, I would be, I would have been worried. I'm like, oh my God, what's happened? Anything can change within a blink of an eye. Don't rely on just social media. 
Sure. But rely on your relationships, rely on your connections, rely on you and what you're doing for other people as well. It's, it's um, credibility as well as an individual. It's what you do for other people. It's your reputation. Everything goes hand in hand, yep. not just social media platforms. Absolutely. Yeah, totally that. Totally that. Just keep going with it and, and make sure you've some sort of plan at some point you might not start with but try and get that sorted as as possible right (laughs) um so just wanted to talk about so on tiktok one of the the things that that you've used that platform for is to raise awareness um of a lot of different issues so i know you've worked and we've talked a little bit about this in the past you've you're working on some projects to support women from ethnic backgrounds to get them to challenge maybe existing narratives and and believe in themselves and to empower them. Yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about how that started your, your journey with that? Cause I know obviously we're going to move on to that in a little bit, but you were in a position a few years back um, where you were like, well, I'm just going to be, at home, housewife, six kids, whatever it is. And then that's it. I have most definitely, this is a professional podcast. I do my research. Um, <laughs> Love it. No, I, I did, I did, wo- I did warn you that your profile was getting pinged about five times. That was, that was me. Um, so you, you started off there thinking that's, that's my life. This is yeah. my background. I'm a woman. This is my destiny. That's it. So what what changed? Um, yes, you're right. Um, <laughs> I should grow up. Um, coming from a Muslim background, and my parents were very conservative. And they wanted us just to, like, grow up and have get married and have kids and especially when you when you're girls boys are different for that in my time boys like were the big old yes well he's a boy he can do whatever he wants and i used to always grudge that growing up because i remember a a time when i i'm i'm a tomboy you would never know this right but i'm a tomboy right you would never know i love boxing (laughs) i love cycling i love doing outdoor stuff um but to, as a girl, we were told, oh, you can't do these things. It's all boys only do this. So I wanted a bike. Okay. And I never, I never got a bike. But my brother ended up getting a bike. And it really infuriated me. And he never he never took his bike out. He never rode on it. He just, like, put it away in the garage and it was there. And I just, like, my heart used to go, oh, my God, I want to go get on that bike. So I used to bribe him. <laughs> I was like... I'll give you this and I'll do this for you. Can I just take your bike out? And I used to love the fact that me sitting on that bike, riding it, and the wind is blowing, and I just felt free. It was just an amazing feeling. I didn't want to be tied down because I'm a girl. I can't do this, this and that. But then you get stuck in, in, in a rut and you just listen to what your parents are saying and you get kind of brainwashed into thinking that. Yeah. So that's what it was. I was just brainwashed into thinking that. got married, had my uh, two children, but I, mean, I wanted six kids. But then, and I always say, things can change within a blink of an eye and you just don't know what can happen to you. And that's the time when exactly the same thing happened. My husband fell ill 
he's the main breadwinner. Cut a long story short, everything just changed. And the universe kicked me in the backside and told me go out and just go and do what you have to do. It's been a tough, tough, tough journey. And But then again, God does not put you through this journey. The reason why he does that is we have to learn as individuals and find our purpose and make us strong and resilient in order for us to achieve what we're meant to achieve. And that's what I see about it. So I see to my husband, I laugh at him at times and I said, there's a reason why God put you down. He goes, what do you mean? I goes, I don't mean that in a nasty way. What I mean to say that is you were the masculine man, the yep. breadwinner. If you continue doing what you're doing, I'd be in your shadow. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. God wanted something different. That's the reason why you had to go through that and I had to do this. So, yeah, and, that's the story. And, and awesome. And, and here you are now. Like yeah. you, people, you're well known. Um, you have a very active community around you. You're using your TikTok to raise awareness of, of issues facing, um, I think predominantly, am I, am I right to say that predominantly ladies from ethnic backgrounds that maybe are in a is, similar is that, position as yourself? Yeah. Muslim women, because I believe that um, we've got a, culture and religion are two different things, right? Sure. And culture has been put together as religion and culture as one thing, and it's not like that. And it's not until I actually took a step back and started studying and doing a lot of research into Islam, and which I found my path, is that I wanted to separate it. And there was like so many topics that we were not allowed to talk about that put under the carpet. And I just wanted to raise awareness. I wanted to let people know, especially women, especially young girls, is to say what you're doing is right, it's not wrong. Right. Yeah. And if you if you don't want to get married, it's okay. You don't have to get married. If you want to have a career and you're ambitious, go and do what you want. But as long as you're not hurting anyone, you're not doing the wrong thing, go out and do whatever you want. Because I wish somebody told me that. I found it the hard way. But and that's why I do what I do, is I want to encourage women to be who they are, be independent, financially strong, so that they, they're not manipulated, they're not made to feel worthless, they're not being taken advantage of. Vulnerability is one of those things that people take advantage of. But if you're confident and you know who you are, nobody, nobody can come along and take advantage of you. And that's the message that I want to put out there for the women. That's what I talk about and that's what I love doing. Awesome. And then I think it's it, it's fantastic that there's there's people out there like yourself that are raising awareness of this and saying, like, right, this doesn't have to be this way. These gender roles or cultural roles or whatever that have been pervasive for however long, um, it doesn't have to be like that you have the no. opportunity to do something else. You have the opportunity to challenge that. You have yeah. the opportunity to move forwards. And I think you're seeing it now with a lot of people coming out like yourself that are just saying, girls, ladies, look at me. You can do this. You got this. If yeah. You can go out there. And I, and I think it's amazing that like business women, sports players, artists, whatever, are, are just really calling this out. And yeah. I think there's obviously still a long way to go. I think in a lot of areas, a lot of cultures um, in the business world, I still think it is quite male dominated. 
A lot yeah. of the narratives are still very male dominated, but it is changing. Um, I don't think it's changing nearly quickly enough, um, but it is, it is changing. It's not changing quickly. Yeah, it started. It's, it started. Yeah. And we've got, like, if you look at the, the, the councillors, um, a lot of them from ethnic minorities, and that's, that's a real good, that, that's something nice to see. Oh, yeah. absolutely. That is, it's a change. It'll take time, but we still need to be out there. The only way we can change things, and we talk about the things, is we have the confidence to stand up and voice yep. what's wrong. All the injustices that are happening, we need to stand out and voice them. I'm not saying that you have to be, you have to go out and be rough or bad or whatever way it is. It's not what you see, it's how you see it. Sure. Is that so important? So each one of us takes responsibility, not expecting others to do it, because no one is going to come and change this world until we don't decide ourselves. If we don't change us, we can't change anything. This starts with us. Oh, totally. To come back to your point there, there's this notion that maybe because maybe I think this is heavily influenced by the past. If you want to facilitate change, you've got to fight for it or you've got to do this. It was like when no you really don't there is another way and if anybody goes over and sees your tiktok account it's very educational i mean i've learned loads about cult, your culture different backgrounds of the religion i've learned so much um from that and and being around people having lived abroad and everything learning about that stepping outside of that bubble and actually learning and it's like wow okay there is a different way here it is and it and you do have the power. I think I always, I think one of the things that over the years, certainly over the last couple of years, which is, I, I do call people out on this now. Whenever I hear people say that, what can I do? I'm only one person. What difference is it going to make? It's like, well, you're completely negating your responsibility by saying that. How would you know if, if it matters to you? enough why don't you try and play around with something and do something it really hit home and it was a, the same seven-year-old kid that introduced me to tiktok um she was doing a project at school she showed me and she said right here ash you know this is my idea it's something about climate change and she said well here's my idea but what does it matter i'm only a seven-year-old girl i was like right i'm not having that <laughs> <laughs> this is an mate. You've just blown my mind with your thinking. So we yeah. really kind of pushed her to put it out there. And it, it, yeah. And it's so important to listen to every single person. It doesn't matter age, color, creed, where they're from, because everyone's got something valuable to say, something good to talk about. And especially young kids, we look at these kids, I am in awe of these kids. Yeah. They are absolutely amazing. And the stuff that they come up with is phenomenal. Yeah. You I... should always give credit where credit is due. And coming back to your point on um, we can't change, when individual people feel what we are, just that one person, I, I'm a one person. I decided to change my way of thinking and change my what I wanted yeah. to do and then enabled me to inspire another person that other person will inspire someone else that's a domino effect oh absolutely and it can and that's yeah like it was mentioning earlier on it just snowballs doesn't it you, you have a positive impact on one person yeah. that, there's no telling how 
how that can grow. Yeah. And and that's an amazing thing. And I, I do think it's something that we often lose sight of, certainly yeah. on social media when it's like, whoa, not a hundred people like my post. That means I'm a failure. No, it really, it it's really because, doesn't. It's because of the intent. If your intention is to be a celebrity or you want to be, you want to make lots and lots of money, then it doesn't work. Remember, sure. if we have the right intent and we have a business with a purpose, Success and money will fall suit. It will it will just fall into place. Right? Totally. And money is a tool. Money is a tool. Right? God gives us wealth for a reason. Yes, we have to look after ourselves and pay our bills, but we're responsible for that wealth. If we don't use that wealth for good things to help open up doors for other people, then then that then it's worthless. Yeah. Yeah, totally get that. It is ultimately a tool, isn't it? And and your platform yeah. is a tool. The technology is yeah. a tool. And I think yes. we often just put so much self-worth and all of ourselves into it it's that we're almost subservient to it. Yeah. I think we could probably go for about 15 hours. There's just so much we could probably talk about. If there's any listeners out there looking for support or some help with networking what would be the way to get in touch with you to learn about FARA networking all they do is just google me FARA networking and I'll come up <laughs> I'm on LinkedIn I'm on Instagram and I'm on TikTok so FARA networking all you do is www.faranetworking.com and my website will come up with all the details but I'm also help people with their mindset networking and accountability accountability is so so important You've got, you've got to take action with all the tools that you're given. So I teach people, first of all, through the mindset and then networking, how to be visible because I've got a sales background and I market and I show you how to do a strategy on networking and a strategy on um, building a sales pipeline through building relationships. And I always say selling without selling is so, so important. And that's where all the magic happens. So you can find me anywhere. And I'm always open to have a coffee and chat whenever you want. Coffee and chat. Yes. Coffee, coffee fueled Farah. Yes. I mean, I, I bet you your veins are literally pumping full of coffee now after after having to uh, after not after <laughs> Ramadan, right? It felt very strange that whole time during Ramadan, not seeing you with your black coffee. There it is, right on, right there on cue. There it is, my signature coffee. <laughs> Absolutely, it's like Farah coffee. It's like cake and coffee. They go perfectly together, right? So. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So I have one final question to ask you before we ride off into the uh, the sunset of our call. It's it's a bit grey and overcast here outside Ashley (laughs) Towers. Um, Lovely and green, though. It looks very lush. So what is your espresso shot of confidence for our listeners? Ah espresso shot i would say is um, consistency small steps build up your confidence and there's no right and wrong there's just no right and wrong everybody's journey is different when you understand that your different journey is a different level then everything will fall into place and it is just all about take a step back and be consistent with whatever you do and don't doubt yourself. 
and just be true to yourself. I love that. Thank you very much. I, I'm sure that is what a lot of people really need to hear, if, especially if they're starting out on this journey and they're feeling overwhelmed. So thank you so much. And thank you so much for sharing your time, your wisdom and your awesomeness with us today. Thank you, Mr. Awesome, for having me. I really, really appreciate you. I love your videos. I love what you do and you how much positivity you spread out as well. So thank you very much for having me. Thank you. And thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you very much to our listeners, wherever you are in the universe. And that's it for this episode. To get notifications of when the latest episodes drop, please subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this awesomeness. And all that's left to say is don't forget to be awesome.